Welcome to Real Estate Mom Moguls, the podcast where real estate powerhouses meet mom life. I'm Erin McNamara. And I'm Amanda Boehm. We're here to spill the beans on our real life, raw, and often side-splitting experiences in the fast-paced world of real estate. Tune in each week as we not only dissect the latest local real estate headlines, but also unveil the secrets behind mastering the ever-elusive work-life balance. Join us for a wild ride through the realms of home buying, selling, and all the chaos in between. Expect a generous serving of real estate wisdom garnished with a sprinkle of mom magic. Well, good Good morning. morning. Happy New Year. Happy new season. (laughs) Here we are. We've made it once again. Back Back at at it. It's right. And actually, I wanted to take a snapshot (laughs) for our Instagram family. (laughs) Live back to it. We we have been here. We've been working behind the scenes. All the stuff people don't see. We took, I think, a longer break than we anticipated. But uh, yeah, we've still been and, busy. And, you know, I'm excited to you know really relaunch as a whole brand as opposed to just yeah throwing Bringing it throwing stuff to the wind. You know, I think that when when these come out, yeah. we'll have a really good handle on it. We'll have our our stuff together. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I agree. So let's actually just kind of fill people in on what we've been doing. So we, you know, got through the holidays. We definitely took a little bit of a break there, but we've met with the editor. We've worked on really refining, you know, as much as we can, um, the tech side of it. And now we're working with a, uh, marketing and branding professional. Yeah. And and (laughs) I, I, want to be honest about this, but that's a little overwhelming to me. I like, I didn't yes. really yes, know absolutely. what to expect with it. I kind of thought, Oh, we'll answer a couple questions and you know, we'll take photos. Get some photos. But, um, it's really, first of all, I mean, like she's obviously very good at what she does, the detail, the really wanting to get to know us um, and figure out what our brand is, I think is amazing. But I just didn't expect it to be so much. You know, I thought it would be quicker, but I appreciate I appreciate the process. And I'm excited to see what comes out of it. But it was not what I expected. She's going to make us um far more organized yeah. than we would have been on our own. It, not just in our image, not not just what we're portraying, but amongst ourselves. Like we have a plan. We know what we're looking to do and right. how we're going to do it, which I find definitely overwhelming, but very impressive and very helpful. I, I think um, I think this is going to be a very good move for mm-hmm. us working with her. I agree. I agree. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Right. So by the time this episode actually comes out, We'll have everything like together. Whole new people. I know. We'll yeah. have everyone fooled. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. No, but I, I, I think this will be a really great um, representation of what we are. Honestly, like I don't think it will be fooling people. It will right, be yeah. like our honest, professional, not professional mom selves. Yeah, it's, it's us. <laughs> exactly. It's just us. So I think it'll be good. No, it, it'll be good. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are, let's see, today is January 22nd. Yep. And I think that uh, we've been really trying to figure out what is going on yeah. in the market. 
I, I think that it's been a interesting, but maybe a little bit strange. Do you agree? I feel like it's yeah, a little tricky to try and figure out right now. there are a lot of different moving pieces, you know, a lot of different factors at play that we're trying to, you know, kind of figure out what's affecting what at this point. Um, so... I think the start of a new year, you know, we just like anything else, it's a good time to start kind of like reflecting and looking forward. And it like, it's the perfect time now to start looking at this stuff to see how the the rest of the year goes and how these things have actually affected the market or, you know, different, different things. Um, so Having said that, let's jump into what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. So we're focusing on pretty much the decreasing rates and how that's affecting the market yeah. and why. Um, we'll talk about inventory and we'll talk about some uh, right. buyer activity, yeah. right? Um, so where do things stand today, yeah. Aaron? So as of today, the average interest rate is 6.6%. Um, if we are going to narrow it down a little bit, um, FHA, um, right now is at 5.7 and, um, Brittany on our team and VA, what? And VA and VA. Yeah. 5.68. Um, Brittany on our team can confirm that she has an FHA buyer who got, um, the interest rate of 5.7 for a 30 year. Um, they had a 720 credit score. So just good, um, you know, ballpark to see, a good to see where things are. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're trending downwards. I mean, to see something in the fives is very promising. Refreshing. Yeah. yeah it's been, it's a, been little a, while. a while for sure. No, and, and that's huge um, for buyers. You know, every little bit is more buying power, but more money in your pocket. Um, we saw a quote or a, a headline where the downshift in rates has given buyers an extra $325 a month, you know, that's to keep in their pocket. Um, yeah. Grocery money. For sure. Absolutely. One week worth. <laughs> you know, maybe it doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not a month. <laughs> no way. No, but you know, it maybe it doesn't sound like a big difference when you're looking at the total cost of buying a house, but month over month, that yeah, that helps huge. you. There's no doubt. That's that's a lot. So I, I think that's great. And and to see to see it trending downwards, you know, it hopefully continues that way. It just will continue to get better from there, which is huge. Um so what does that do, you know, for the market? It it allows more buyers the ability to step into the buying market um, for a while with the rates where they were and the prices going up as quickly as they were, it really bounced a lot of people out of being able to purchase homes. So this will open it back up, which is yeah. huge because it was, it was really hard to see buyers who really were well qualified, right? Like good credit scores, um, within mm -hmm. their price range, but with the interest rates up, it just made their monthly payment too high. And so it, it was hard to see buyers who have, you know, great jobs, 
um, whatever, mostly first times, probably really not being able to do much of anything because rents were high. Um, you know, buying was too much. So it was like it, it, people were in a bad spot. Um, sitting on the sidelines, you know, it was, it was very challenging to see, um, to see that. So I'm, I'm very hopeful that with this downward trend, more people are able to, you know, throw their hat in the ring. Yeah. Step back in. Um, Having said that, we know that the more people are, that are in the, the ring, right. Brings more competition. The more multiple offers. Yeah. The last two offers I wrote were both multiple offers and you're doing one right now. Right. Um, so we have Jason had a open house this weekend. And this was interesting to me. He had about 15 parties through and, and of them, that's a very good traffic. It was freezing this weekend. Number one. I mean, people weren't going Mm -hmm. out, you know, unless they had to, but, um, 15 parties through and a lot of them were unrepresented. Um, and three of them, I believe from the open house, submitted offers he's expecting five total um so you know while it's great that more people can get back into the game with a low inventory still of as of today was 289 active listings in new one county that's still not a lot um it's it's such such a low low number. number so that you know it's still challenging for newer buyers who might be limited with how high they can go. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. But what I, the only thing I can hope is that as the rates go down, you know, we had buyers who were staying where they were because they had 4% interest rates, 3% interest rates. So hoping that as we get lower, um, it closes the gap a little more so people are willing to sell. Yeah. Make that move right. up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they can, you know, if you're a second time homebuyer, you're moving to, you know, get the extra bedroom, whatever it may be. At least this time around, you're walking away with some equity. You're going to be able to put a bigger chunk down towards your next purchase. So it doesn't mean that it's not painful to have a higher rate, but in all likelihood, you're going to be financing less overall. You know, I realize you may be spending more in the house, but in the bigger picture, you're going to be able to put a bigger chunk than the first time home buyer that's saving For every sure. penny they have. And, and I've been, to touch on that a little bit, I've been focusing a lot on um, educating people on how much equity they do have in their house. I've been doing home equity assessment reports mm-hmm. and sending them out. And um, the the majority of the ones I've done have had a minimum of $100,000 worth of equity. And that was... Um, you know, somebody bought in 2017 and refinanced in the process. So having a hundred thousand dollars worth of equity with a refinance is a lot. I, I don't think that like he was Absolutely. not expecting that. He's like, oh, we, 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 let me speak correctly. He, he said we refinance. <laughs> so I really don't expect that much, but, um, you know, people are sitting on a lot of, of equity on their homes. And so that, that will help to kind of offset the difference in the rates, um, by being able to put a large amount down, you know, so you're exactly what you said, you finance less. And I don't think people are aware of how much they actually have. 
Right. I think, I mean, there's a lot of chatter. People understand the prices have gone up, but they don't process what that means for them, or at least not the real extent of it. I mean, we've got clients that have been in their homes two years and are sitting on a pile of equity. I mean, historically, you don't have that much appreciation as we've seen the last, what'd you say, four years, five years, just the way it's been going up. Um, I don't think people understand unless we are telling them in their home, like you're doing with the equity assessments, they have no idea. Just it's true. Even I, I did it on my house because I was curious and, and it'll be five years that we've been here in April and we had, it was over a hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, it, it, you're right. Historically, it takes much longer to gain that much equity in your home. You know, you're usually paying mm-hmm. off the interest for the first, however many years, you know? Um, so right. I think it's really important for people to know where they stand with that because it will make a difference and it will help to close the gap if they have a lower interest rate. And even people, so even people that may not be looking to make a move at all, maybe they want to do some work to the house. You know, we do these reports free of charge. Anyone in Connecticut or Rhode Island you know, if you're just curious, reach out to us, reach out to any agent is willing to give you a market report free of charge. And there's, and you can then take that information and do right. what you need to with it. Put on an addition, finish your basement, you know, do the roof and the siding, Consequently, whatever. You know, if you don't have projects, you can, I've, I've seen a couple of um, different things saying how high the credit card debt is in the country. You can use your equity mm. to pay off some of your more high interest loans. You can do debt consolidation. Like there are there are so many things beyond buying and selling that you can do with your equity that people just aren't aware of, you know? Um, right. It's your money. Your money is sitting in your house. Make it work for 100%. you however you need. Yeah. Um, so we got a little off track there, but and I like think you said, it it people just don't know. They don't know. Right, right. And it's our job to yeah. keep educating them. <laughs> so if anybody listening is curious, we can do Connecticut, Rhode Island. Uh, if you're not local, reach out to us. We can, you know, put you in touch with someone in your area. But it's worth, it's worth knowing. knowing. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to pay you're for free. That. That's what I know. I keep telling people, like, take me up on it. Like, I'm asking you, like, let me do this for you just because I I think it is so mm-hmm. important for people to know what their options are. And, and financially, there are so many benefits to knowing that, um, you know, that I, I think people need to know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's other things too. I mean, we're going to get way off track here, but people that pay attention to, you know, their entire yeah. net worth, well, that factors in. If you're, you know, looking at your investments and where your money is, that factors into the picture. You should have an accurate idea of the, the value of your home. Your mm-hmm. insurance, God forbid something happens to your home. Is your replacement value up to date? I, I mean, there are so many different reasons we couldn't yeah. begin to touch on why you should know and the value of you your home. Can um, like activate essentially your home equity 
um, and and you pay like I don't know a small fee for the year, fifty dollars for the year, so that it's it's there, it's available, so that when you need to draw from it, you draw from it, right? So it's not a whole like you don't have to do all or nothing. You can just kind of I don't know if activates the right word, but that's what comes to mind. Like activate it, let it be, and if you need it, then access it. Right. So it's basically used yeah. as a credit card. Um, a home equity line of credit. And that doesn't mean, you know, let's say you've got $500,000 worth of equity. That doesn't mean you right. get a $500,000 like check. It means you or- draw what you need. You draw what you need. Yes. 80% yeah. loan to value. You can't take more than 80% of right. the, the value, but you still don't even have to take that 80%. You could take right. 2% if you just need something small. Right. It, it doesn't matter. Right. You have a hundred thousand um, and you it can, can take be ongoing to do a bathroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can right. take five now and so, then five a year from now. And but also as you start paying yep. it back, it replenishes, you know. So if you take out five thousand yep. um and you pay off three thousand, then you know, the three thousand gets added back to your total. So it's it's not like you take it and mm-hmm. that's it. It's, it's not, not one, one time, it, it's back and right, forth. Exactly. Yep. It, I mean, honestly, I think the best way to explain it is it, treat it like a credit card. It, yeah, it no, is it's your great. credit. That's a great analogy, uh, actually. Essentially, it, almost like one of the secured credit cards because you have the value, you have yeah. the asset. Yeah. Right. And it, as you oh, pay down no, your balance, make it work for you, you have however that space, you need. the credit available again. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, I think we covered equity. Back on track. But... <laughs> more buyers right back back to to the real estate mindset that was real estate more buyers it (laughs) yeah absolutely yes but back to our our topic at hand to circle Mm -hmm. back if you will with the rates decreasing you know the people that either want to take the equity and move up or the first time buyers home buyers getting back into the market we expect uh, to continue seeing where I think we've started to see the yeah. buyer demand, um, more of those multiple offer situations, like we already mentioned, this should keep prices at the very least yeah. stable, if not continuing to appreciate, I would expect they're going to continue to appreciate nowhere near the rates they have been. No, it'll slow down, but, uh, but we're not going to be going well, backwards. If there's this much demand, I don't see us and, going and backwards. We've talked about this before, I believe, but just to um, reiterate, we are in a low market inventory with 289 active listings. A normal market for New London County is roughly 1,500 active listings. We're only at 289. So that means now... We have been watching the month's supply of inventory, which has gone up. So we're as of today, we're at mm-hmm. 2.3. Um, if, if we're talking month supply, it's about six months worth of to be, to, a, neutral to be a neutral market. market. So we still have a ways to go. You know, it is going up. We have to watch it. And like we said before, there are many different factors at play that we're not sure what is causing what, but... We'll keep an eye on that. But as far as the prices and the inventory goes, 
we are still at a point where we would need over a thousand houses to come on the market at the same time essentially to build up that inventory because as it comes on it's going off and so it's going to take quite a long time to rebuild the inventory so as long as we have a low inventory the prices are going to continue to go up because we're going to have the supply and the demand issue um so yep it 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 looks as though we are going to be in this place for a while. So so prices are not going to come back down as long as we continue to have a supply and demand issue. Um, right. And the supply is going to take some time to come up. Um, and with the rates starting to drop, the demand up. is only increasing. So we are still not meeting right. that demand with right. the supply that we have. Right. So you know it's going to it's it's going to keep cycling like that until we gain more inventory um right now right. and no no you go ahead <laughs> i was just going to ask you like what you're seeing talking with um sellers because really i think things have changed fairly quickly and fairly significantly i i think that Looking back, I mean, I'm seven years in the business, eight eight years, whatever it is. You know, I think this past year has been, in my opinion, one of the bigger shifts in the industry. Um, And what I mean by that is, you know, we've been keeping track of all these things like we always do in any market. Um, keeping track of the inventory, keeping track of the rates, keeping track of, you know, what the buyers are doing with that demand. but now there's a whole new aspect of that, which we haven't really paid much attention to previously. And that's the the commission yeah. part of it. Um, so, you know, there's seasonal trends, right? Um, we see that this inventory is growing a little bit. The 2.3 month supply yeah. is growing from where we were a month ago. How much of that is seasonal? How much of that is... You know, we started to see last year the sellers kind of getting greedy, for lack of a better word, starting to, you know, push yeah. the price point. Um, so we were starting to see some that were sitting on the market more than 30 days and the buyers weren't responding because, you know, basically they couldn't. Um, now, how much of that is the sellers that are still coming on at the top of their market and now no longer offering, uh, you know, much or any buyer's agent yeah. commission? Um that's a whole new aspect and, and it's interesting to try and figure out what's and, happening and it's with definitely that. something that we don't have the answers for yet you know but starting to see some mm-hmm. trends that we're watching um for example the looking at the active and the pending listings in waterford only anything that was pending was two and a half percent or more offered for buyer broker commission. And the things that were the, the listings that were still active were two, two and a quarter, two or under. So is that mm-hmm. a direct correlation of buyers not 
buying the houses that they would then be responsible for paying their buyer's agent for. We don't really know yet, you know, but that is, it is something, like I said, in this, in the beginning, it'd be interesting to see how this year pans out with watching a lot of these things. Um, And, you know, I, we, we talk about this in our team meeting all the time, you know, and it's, it's like one of those, it's like, it's hard to, to predict what people are going to do. I had a, um, like a pre-listing, um, appointment last week and we, we talked about it. You know, I, I said, I brought it up. I said, flat out here, you know, you have a choice on whether you choose to offer up a buyer commission, um, a buyer's agent commission. You know, we talked about, Mm -hmm you know, pros and cons to both. And, and in the end, I said, the bottom line is you, you need to know that it's your choice. Whatever you decide is fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's their money. It's their you money. Know? So I said, we negotiate a commission between you and I, and then the rest is what it is. Um, and he, he didn't really like, we didn't go deep into the conversation. Now he also if he sells his house, he will also be a buyer. So that gives him a little different perspective, right? Um, but yeah, he purchased uh, his home four years ago. So he's like, it I, It would just be the easiest thing to do to offer up the buyer's commission and move on. So I think that we're going mm-hmm. to have a large percentage of sellers who understand the benefits of it. Um, and then I think there will be some who are very... Mm-hmm. Um, number oriented who don't want to, which mm-hmm. is fine. Both are fine options. You know, it really, it, we say this all the time. It's what's best for our clients and that's all good. Um, right, right. What, works, what for works for them. So it will be interesting to see how many sellers choose to not offer it and how that affects um, the market. Uh, you know, it's, it's a to right, be determined right. type scenario. Um, but definitely one that I'm interested in keeping track of a little bit, um, to see. Yeah. So have you been, um, working with buyers that are, you know, asking property by property about that mm, yet? Um, you know, what's not being really offered? Yet. You know, I did have one, um, who, Yesterday, when we were talking about the exclusive right to represent, who's like, I'm not, I'm not submitting an offer if it doesn't say on the exclusive right that I don't pay anything, you know? So, um, Mm -hmm. that is somebody who doesn't necessarily need to go now. Somebody who's retiring, um, in the future, you know, soon. So we'll be making some changes. Um, that's one person. I have not come across yeah, so far yeah. people who have really harped on it too much. Um, but mm-hmm. I also think that it be, it could become a problem for buyers. So I have a young buyer right now and um, very, very mm-hmm. responsible person um, making good decisions very careful about what they're willing to look at, if it's worth it for them, if they're going to have the room to go over asking. I mean, just very understanding of all the things we talked about in the buyer's consultation. 
not interested in looking at anything that's not offering a buyer's agent commission. Yeah. Because they are, you know, this is how much I'm going to bring for a down payment. This is my closing costs. You know, if it's not included, that doesn't work in the numbers for me. If it can't be part of the loan. Right. They don't want to pay it out of pocket. And it's not a source of, you know, um, they're not upset about it. They're not, you know, saying that I'm, you know, it's not worth it. They're simply saying that doesn't factor into their budget. The ones that have it already included and they can finance it in the purchase price of their home, that works. That's good. That's what we're looking at. And so we're just looking, you know, they'll send me a house they want to look at and I'll tell them this is what it says right in the listing in the MLS. This is what's being offered. Yeah. We're good to go. This one's offering less. You know, and even if it's a portion, do we have that discussion? You know, say they're offering the two percent, or you could do you want to pay the difference? You know, we're having that discussion listing by listing, you know, we're working right. every week. Uh, but it just it impresses me because it could be something that someone would get very upset about and very frustrated with and you know, just go storm off and have a yeah problem with it. This person is understanding of it and just saying that doesn't work for me. This and is what I, we're looking at. And I think at. that as we get, like I was talking to Bud about it. I said, all of this can be very unemotional and just, it is what it is. Like everybody makes their choices right. and well, that's how yeah. it goes. I think yeah. where it's going to be more challenging is for people who maybe have been looking for a while now. And now all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're being told, you're going to have to pay the difference where, but previously they weren't, you know? So I, I think that new buyers coming in as we have these conversations, um, it'll just be like anything else. Like this is how it is. And you make your choice. Um, I think, I think the hard Mm -hmm. part will be for the, the people who have to make that transition while they're already in their process. Do you know what I mean? Or if they've yeah. done it before, you know, I didn't right. do that last time. Well, right. um, I'm sorry. You know, we haven't had to do yeah. this in the past either. Yeah. I, I think that it will all work itself out. You know, I think we have to adjust how we can relay information to people. And, um, like I said, keep it very matter of fact, you know, and, and if just like your buyer, if you don't want to pay the difference, then that's your choice and your right to not look at that house. Just like if it doesn't have a garage, you know what I mean? Like a garage is a deal breaker for me. If it doesn't have it, I don't see it. That's fine. That's always been the Mm -hmm. case. And so it'll just be another scenario like that. You know, if I have to pay the difference in commission, I'm not going to see it. Okay that's fine. Right. Right. Um, you know, I think. No, and it really is. It is that easy. I mean, it's a shame because maybe you're missing places that could work. And especially when there are so few, but you've got to go with what makes sense for you. And, you know, obviously I've explained their scenarios where, you know, let's say we, we ask to, you know, build it in somehow it it, just because it's not being offered right off the bat doesn't mean we don't try, but you know, it, it's just easier when it's offered right off the bat. It is for sure. But this job's not easy. So 
We have to adjust. No, no, it's just like anything else. Like COVID hit, we had to adjust massively. So we just have to adjust it. But I do think this will be a very informative year in seeing how this stuff is going to pan out. So I am most interested in what the mortgage industry might do. And I realize that's not going to happen, you know, this year, but I fully expect they will have to come up with something where a buyer can find. I think someone's going to have to adjust either the mortgage industry or the sellers because the buyers are what they are. They have what they have. They only have. So either they're not going to buy. And so then sellers aren't going to, sell their house or the mortgage industry Mm -hmm. will have to provide more options for buyers. Um, So someone will adjust. It's a matter of who will. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, So what do we have planned? We've got season two. This is episode Mm -hmm. one. What else do we have kind of? Yeah. So I think we have, we want, more guests, right? Give a different perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, a lot of, I think more, some of our topics are a little more simple, but very useful, I think, to people, you know, not so mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So we talked about what we want to have um, Bud and Sue on, talk about, you know, broker, yeah. owner, History, um, their experience. Um, we want to have some inspectors yep. on, Mortgage right? People. Mm. Um, yeah. And we talked about doing some episodes specifically for like buyer tips or yep. seller tips, yep. right? And then on the other end of it, some more um, mom-focused material guests. Um, you know, kind of encompass all that we are essentially. Yeah. The juggling. Yeah. The juggling. Yeah. Work life balance. Speak. I don't know what the balance is. You know, <laughs> so, uh, not last week, but the week before, I had like a super productive week. Like, I had a really good flow going. I got up a little early. I would get myself ready. I'd get into the office as soon as the kids got on the bus, um, banged out work, would get home fold laundry, work out, and like all week it went that way. Last week, not so much. We had Monday off of school for a holiday, Tuesday for the snow day, Wednesday was a delay. Um, yeah, late, late opening. opening. I had some meetings. I had that webinar. So like last week, didn't feel productive at all. I mean, I had some good stuff, you know, that I did, but um, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I think that we have to ride the waves, you know, like when things are going well and productive, like get as much in as you can, you know, go with it uh, this week and next week. I have a lot of balancing to do. We have to go to Long Island on Thursday that for Veda's gymnastics meet. That's a whole day thing. We'll get back Mm -hmm. late. And then the following week we leave for South Carolina for a couple of days, all for gymnastics. So it's like, I just have to 
get through these next two weeks, you know, and then once that stuff's done, then get back into the flow. So it's just one of those. We take it when we can and go with it when we have to. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I mean, there's no other way to go about it. I mean, kind of like you said, we had, we went away, my husband and I, and get back home and Noelle was sick, like immediately. So it's like, okay, well, I needed to have a productive day Mm -hmm. and there goes that. But (laughs) you make it work. work. I mean, obviously we, we get in the, our appointments and our, the things we have to do, we get those done. And then the things to kind of be proactive about, we do it when we can and put it aside when we have to, you know? Hey, I'm lately big time on the camp of like still doing my work at night on the couch mm-hmm. on my laptop, just trying to check things off yeah. the list, do some of those uh, market reports. Yep. So we Whatever it is. But we do it. And I am really yeah. excited for this year. I think it's going to be a good year. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what comes. So. Well, and we have a new agent we on do. the team too. Yep. So. Yep. I feel like that's always kind of exciting because it's like, what, you know, where are they going to go? What For is the sure. <laughs> and, and she's really great. Like she, even since before she had her license, she was in, she like ready to go. So I, I'm really excited to see her grow. I think that she um, has the right attitude, you know, and, and will take things as it comes. And, and it's also good for me because it kind of has forced me to get back to the basics. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's good exactly. for everybody. You know, like la- last year, I I kind of feel like I'm starting from scratch this year because last year I had three major um, things that I was focusing on, um, which is good. I feel like you have to, you kind of have to slow down to be able to learn new things for future growth. Um, but but as far mm-hmm. as business goes this year, I feel like I'm starting over a little bit, you know, because I, I didn't have the opportunity to put as much, um, into growing my business as opposed to just managing it last year, you know, like keeping things afloat. Mm -hmm. Um, so having a new agent and doing some of the stuff that I'm doing with the team and trainings and stuff has really been good for me, um, to, refocus and get back on the growing the business aspect. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, and I always like seeing too, I mean, you're the team lead, obviously, but I feel like we've all kind of mentored different agents at different times. And it just kind of dawned on me this morning in the meeting, Bailey volunteered to do an open house and Mm -hmm. Anna's going to shadow her. And I'm like, well, I remember when you shadowed me at was like not yep. that long ago, but it's just so nice to, I guess that's the best part of being in the team because there's always those kind of full circle and, moments. And, but. and Brittany was, was like, um, she had a lot of input in the meeting today. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I feel like a lot of people yeah. are finding their groove. Um, so it's, it's exciting. Yep. It's exciting. I think it's going to be a good year for yeah, the entire I agree. team. 100%. I'm looking forward to it. 
Yeah. And it'll be a good year for the we'll, podcast. Yep. All of it. It's all good. All good stuff. Yeah. So. With all that, right. yeah. Well, I think that was good. I think so. Good start to uh, season two to yeah. 2024. Let's do More it. To come. I'm excited. All right. Well, we will uh, talk to everyone Sounds soon. Good. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mom Moguls. If you enjoyed today's episode, please support us by liking, sharing, and subscribing. Your support is invaluable in bringing you more insights on real estate and mom life. We'd love to hear your topic requests for future episodes. Feel free to leave them in the comments. Stay tuned for more. See you next time.